0: Trusty, what the, what kind of face is that?
1: That's, That's the I hit the record button too slow face. Oh god,
0: god. blue. Reco- I'm our, sorry. Our, really? It's, it's trashed.
2: It's gone.
1: It's all gone. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not perfect. Sorry. You were like
2: <laughs> this close to getting like promoted to janitor, and you totally screwed that up.
1: Eh. eh. <laughs> 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 oh.
2: Hey, hey. Blue's our trusty board. Blue still does a good job. So, yeah, we we really can't fault him. We can't fault him at all. He is the best. That's right. All right, so today's show, we are going to be talking about signs. Now, when we say signs, we mean like people have had... Three signs. Yeah, like stop, go, stuff like that, (laughs) you know. Don't turn here. Whatever.
1: Uh, the <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then we may do a musical towards the end of the show. Hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, but what we're talking about is we're talking about, like, signs for a couple of different ways of signs, such as premonitions, seeing signs that lead up to something that's going to happen. Uh, we're also talking about signs of things that have, like, came to people from maybe a past loved one that's letting them know they're still around. So this, like... Kind of a, a a bright moment that happens to them that they're like oh my god that had to be a sign, um so that's like a couple of topics that we'll be t- uh, covering with signs today, however, we are going to be having a contest here probably around about maybe six fifteen six twenty, uh we're going to be putting out a what we'll call our sign when I say now's your sign, what I want you to do is call in at nine four one seven four five fourteen ninety that's nine four one seven four five Fourteen ninety, and you will have your chance to win five apps from paratools Tools is a uh, company that was created by Ed Bogrowski, uh, and folks so anyways Ed bagrowski uh, created this uh, this this new company called Paratools and they have different types of apps that you can download um, onto your phone and they're like ghost hunting apps he has one that actually does EVP sessions for you Uh, all kinds of stuff. So um, with us working with him on Paratools, he has given us permission to have a contest, and just whoever calls in, you're going to get five of those apps free that you can download to your phone. They're normally, I think, what do you say, they're like five bucks a piece or something for the apps?
0: Yeah, Yeah. Um, and just a heads up, they're all on the Google Play Store. They are not on the Apple App Store.
2: Okay, so Google Play Store. So yep. you'll be able to download these apps for your cell phone, which is pretty cool for ghost hunting. And they really are really good apps, especially the EVP one. For uh, free. For free. Instead of paying $25, bucks, you are getting a $25 deal for free. For free. All it's going to cost you is a phone call. And I promise we won't make fun of you.
0: Don't promise that. For the first Don't do it.
2: Don't. I'm giving them 30 seconds. Okay, 30 seconds. Okay. We could do
0: 30. Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe.
2: That's pushing it, but we'll try.
0: Yeah, no. It depends. And I totally thought you had the number memorized. I didn't realize there was a sign directly in front of you with our number on there. I was like, Actually dang. I had it
2: memorized. That was the first time I noticed that sign was there. <laughs> oh, so you are that good. I just glanced up and saw it and I'm like, Oh, well, at least I was right. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm sure you'll love to know that sign's been there at least half a year. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I
2: just never noticed it. Yeah. It's like if you want to call now, call in at one eight hundred spank me. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's the other show we do. Uh, (laughs) yeah no not this show (laughs)
0: oh don't be don't turn red over there look at him are you turning red yeah you wish (laughs) 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 Eh, somewhat
2: (laughs) (laughs) let's admit it the three of us do have our moments where we like to say something that we know is going to mess somebody up and we just wait for the reaction. We just want to see, okay, if I throw this out, what's going to happen? Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. just don't care anymore. We do it on purpose. Yep, yeah. yep. It, it may get time. us
0: in trouble later, but who cares? Yeah.
2: But one of the things I do want to start off with, uh, beginning of the show, to go ahead and get the ball rolling here. Um, speaking of signs, and considering that I was actually reading a thing on like possessions for homes, like Amityville, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was having to read an article about it, and it kind of sprung in my mind that I decided to make my own top ten signs your home is possessed. Yes. Yeah. So here is your top ten signs that your home could be possessed. Number one, your refrigerator lets you know you're low on milk, and it's not a smart refrigerator. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Number two, your garage door keeps going on its um, opening on its own, but you don't have a garage. Oh. (laughs) Number three. I'm slow. Yes, you are. When you can turn on your lights, A.C., open windows, blinds, and lock the doors by voice command, but you don't own a smart home.
0: That would be dope. I want, I want my house cool. to be that. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I'm on it.
2: Here's another one. The, now, this one has happened to me, but there is, like, LSD involved. Um, when your coffee table tells you to put your feet down.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Number five. When you're watching a comedy and you're laughing, but you're the only one home and you weren't laughing. <laughs> Number six. When you want a beer and the fridge brings it to you. See, why can't my house be like this? I'm telling you, man. I'm down. Yeah. Number seven. When you walk downstairs to go to the basement, then remember that you don't have a basement. (laughs) Number eight. When your bathroom floor tells you to pick up your clothes. (laughs) I know Stephanie wishes our bathroom floor (laughs) did that to me, man. Pick up your clothes. Dude, I remember one day she was like, why is there a pile of clothes on the bathroom floor again? I was like, "I I killed a Jedi. (laughs) <laughs> dude she got so mad i was like let me feel your hate
0: <laughs> i remember you telling me about that sway
2: to the dark side <laughs> yes yeah all right so uh what were we at number seven there all right so number eight uh nope number nine when every time you mop the floors it giggles and then number ten when you fart on the couch and it tells you you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> There's like our it. top 10 list for uh how you know your home is actually possessed.
0: Signs your home is possessed.
2: That's right. I um I I've had a couple of times where I've had very odd moments in a house uh, the 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 line about hearing the laughter about being home alone. Uh, it was shortly after my dad had died and I had uh I was doing uh i don't want to discuss the work but i was uh, i was doing side work we'll leave it at that yeah yeah and i came home and i had to i had other stuff i had to do that night so it was like one of those come home just right to the bathroom take a shower change you know get tornado form yep. all that yeah and so i go in the bathroom just turn on the shower and all of a sudden i hear boots walking through the house and i'm like okay i am the only one here mm-hmm. i turn around and snatched up my pistol. And uh, I have learned a valuable lesson, too, because I realized about 30 seconds into it, I was clearing the house, but I was still naked. (laughs) I learned that this does work to your advantage. There is nothing more intimidating than seeing a large man coming at you with a gun and his package (laughs) showing (laughs) <laughs> so it, it kind of defeats the bad guy at that point in time to so just not even want to attempt to try to take you on. So, yeah, no. Nobody
0: wants to wrestle a naked guy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> even if he gets a gun out of my hand, it's like, okay, well, we're going to wrestle now. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so I go through the house. Nothing. Nobody's there, right? Uh, checked all the doors, all the doors. have still been locked. So I locked the front door behind me when it came in. So I uh, – because I literally heard it, like, walk right up to the bathroom door, Right. I go walking back to the bathroom, and there's my dad's boots right beside the bathroom door. And I knew they weren't there when I went to the bathroom. So, uh, yeah. So I figured, well, my dad, dad came back to say hi or mess with me or whatever, but thanks for making me run around the house naked. Appreciate it. <laughs> so,
0: uh, that must have been entertaining. Oh, yeah. So I guess both our ta- dads taught us that uh, you don't want to rustle the uh, naked guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally started through that. So my dad and I used to work on boats. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked on a different boat, but this dude was trying to be funny with him. He's like, hey, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. So my dad, they're literally sitting in like the what we call it, the TV room, mm-hmm. and there's a couple couches in there. It was like a lounge, and uh, he literally drops his jaws and stands up and – it's like come here, it chases him through the bar. <laughs> it's like, nobody wants to hug the naked guy. <laughs> uh,
2: uh. I love being naked. Anyways, um, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and get into this. Um, first, I'm gonna actually share a story, and this goes pertains to what we're talking about today. Being naked? Uh, no. Um, well, I mean, you could be naked for this, but anyways. So actually if you're naked you want to call in, go ahead. That's fine. You can tell us your ghost stories absolutely. and signs you've seen. Yeah.
0: Nine four one seven four five fourteen ninety. Call in if you're naked.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But you gotta tell us a story about signs though. Or that you've ever wrestled somebody while you're naked. So anyways. So I have a story here to share and stop me if you've heard this before. Um it was a clear chilly night in April. Stop. Okay. (laughs) The largest vessel ever to float at 800 feet long, displacing 45,000 tons and declared unsinkable by all who had seen her, was gliding through the water with roughly 2,500 peacefully sleeping passengers. Then suddenly, it struck an iceberg on its starboard side while moving at 25 knots. The ship was 400 nautical miles from Newfoundland. The ship sank quickly, and due to an insufficient amount of lifeboats, it took a majority of its passengers with it. Sound familiar?
0: Yeah. And you just gave every Newfie a freaking aneurysm by saying it like that.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. What's that story about? The Titanic. Nope. Shut up. That was a story written by an author about the ship called the Titan 14 years before the Titanic. Shut up. Dead serious. No. Yep, absolutely. Um, so it's a long story short. Uh. <coughs> It was uh, called the uh, the um, yeah wreck of the Titan or Futility, which was the title of the actual book. Uh, it was written in 1898. The Titanic didn't go down until 19 what 12. So, a man named Morgan Robertson penned the novel, The Wreck of the uh, Titan. The story was that of a man named John Rowland, an alcoholic and disgraced former naval officer who takes a job aboard the Titan, the world's largest vessel. Robertson describes it as it was unsinkable and among the greatest works of men. These are the same things that people said about the Titanic verbatim, all right?
0: My head's going to explode. Well,
2: here's the kicker to show you some of the the things that were in common about the Titan and the Titanic. All right, the length of the Titan was 800 feet. The Titanic was 882. The speed at which the Titan cruised into the iceberg was 25 knots. The Titanic's was 22.5. The Titan held 2,500 passengers the Titanic held 2,200, though both had a capacity for 3,000. Jesus. Both ships were British owned. Both ships were hit on the starboard bow. Around midnight, both sank in the North Atlantic, exactly 400 nautical mile, miles from Newfoundland. Jesus. Oh, he almost called it to the spot where it went down. No. Yep. Uh, both had a uh, severe lack of lifeboats. The Titan holding 24, the Titan, uh, yeah, the Titan holding 24, and the Titanic carrying just 20. Both had triple screw pr- uh, propellers. And if you look at the artist's rendition a drawing of this ship compared to, like, how he described it in the book that he wrote, it looks just like the Titanic. Jeez. No. Yeah. Written 14 years before this. That's fake. No, swear to God. It's a true story. What? Yeah, absolutely true. Um, So the, the gentleman bringing this up about signs, after he would written this book and then, of course, you know, all those years later when the Titanic actually got hit and went down and all that – People, of course, were coming out of the woodworks going, was that a sign? Like, you know, when he wrote that book that this would happen in the future. You know, like they were like just utterly baffled that he he was so close to being on. I mean, he even called where it was going down. But it was written about just a story came to his head. The Titanic wasn't even a thought during that time. He's a prophet. That's all there is to it.
0: (laughs) He's
2: like John
0: or... Pick a prophet, Isaiah. I know Isaiah's a prophet. I don't yeah. know if John's a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a John that was prophet. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, I believe there are people that can maybe see signs and foretell the future through them and such. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we have signs that just happen, and we don't realize it was a sign until the after effect when something does happen and go, that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, that happens to every – I feel like that's more of a superstitious thing. Like, I literally wrote that down as I was going through, like, kind of the random things that were popping in my head. Yeah. And, like, creating your own signs. You know, like, just – I don't know. You saw – it's like deja
2: vu almost. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, not.
2: (laughs) It's like vuja day. None of this has ever happened to me before. (laughs) Um it, there was a moment in time where I actually kind of had a moment similar to that. I mean, not like this guy. I'm talking about like where things happened that after the effect, when something happened, I'm like, oh, my God, maybe that's what that meant. Long story short, after my father had died, um, I had, for some reason, for like three weeks straight, had just kept seeing like everywhere I turned, semis. You know, it's like if I turned on a road, there's a semi right there. It's like I was constantly getting blocked in traffic or whatever, just nonstop. That's common in Florida. You don't think nothing of it. Yeah. But for some reason, it was like really sticking in my head about semis, right? So about three weeks after my father passed away, I was on my motorcycle. I just had to get out of the house. had to just go out for a while. So I went for a ride. I had on my dad's Boston Red Sox ball cap, right? I come up to a light. I'm thinking really heavily about my dad and everything. And the light turns green, but this wind blew and my hat came off. And I literally turned to the right, saw it hit the road, and I turned back to the left to drop my kickstand, and literally a semi ran through the light doing about 60 miles an hour. If my hat had not came off because I was so lost in thought about what was going on, that semi would have broadsided me, no problem. Your dad's haunting you. You know that, right? Yeah, at that point in time, yeah. I literally, like, even the car behind me, the, the person who was, you know, directly behind me, I just walked over and picked my hat up and I put it on and I'm just kind of looking at the intersection for a second and I turn around and I looked at the car and they're looking at me and they're, they lean out the window and they're like, glad you didn't go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. Talk about crazy, man. So yeah, I, I, but there, it was just weird because it was almost like a premonition for, you know, two weeks prior to that. I kept on seeing. You know, semis. Like, I even had a dream about a semi a couple times. It never running me over or nothing like that. Just, you know, in my dream, I was, like, like I remember one of the dreams I was actually driving a semi, which I didn't, absolutely had no idea back then how to drive one. So. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, see, I'm weird. If I start feeling like I'm having deja vu, I literally do the exact opposite of whatever it is that, like, because as soon as it starts happening – you it clicks and I remember. Yeah, and it's like, almost
2: like a all of a sudden a video fast forwards yeah. and you remember everything that happens instantaneously.
0: Yeah, I yeah. do the exact opposite. Good or bad, whatever. I do the exact opposite because like I have this thing in my head where the future is always in motion. Yep. You things are going to be how they're going to be. Yes, mm-hmm. but the future is always in motion. You make your own fate. You know, too much Terminator. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it's the that whole principle in my head. As soon as I, like, start feeling deja vu, I will literally do the exact opposite because I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing that. No, you're not telling me how I'm living. <laughs> I do
2: not whatsoever, and I'm saying this now, do not think I am psychic or have any psychic abilities or anything of that nature whatsoever. Just saying that now. But I had a moment where twice in my lifetime that I had a dream that very vividly came true after the fact. Mm. When I was about eight years old, um, I had a dream of this uh, jet like losing all of its luggage, and like and I remember seeing this Raggedy Ann doll falling through the air, of flipping right, wearing a blue dress, white polka dots, like the old Raggedy Ann dolls. Mm-hmm. Next morning, this is the weird part. Next morning, when I get up, I go walking into the uh, into the kitchen area, get some cereal, you know, eat breakfast. It was on a Saturday. And my dad was sitting there talking with my stepmom at the time, which uh, she's not my stepmom, my step bitch. So he's talking to her and telling her about the dream he had about a plane that lost all of its luggage. And I finished his dream, going, "You dreamt about a blue raggedy end all falling in here." And my dad just paused and just Shh. stared at me, Shut and he was like, up. "Yeah, yeah, I did." What? We heck? had the same identical dream two weeks later. I think it was uh, I can't remember the, the brand of airline it was like we'll just say it was TWA they were flying over Virginia one of the cargo doors had came off that was improperly sealed luggage falling in the air and the pit, And they were being sued for like thousands of, th- of dollars for damage and all that losses and the photograph in the newspaper you can see a Raggedy Ann doll laying up against a tree with a blue dress on and white polka dots in the photograph that was two weeks after shut up yep swear to god no the second time and this was more of a deja vu, not a dream. But I recalled everything before it happened. And I and I told it to my mom. All right. I was helping my mom one day uh mow the lawn and stuff, right? And I literally had came back uh from, you know, the backyard and my mom was like, you know, hey, you know, I'm thinking my order out for pizza for lunch. Pizza sound good? And I'm like, Yeah, sounds great, you know? So it was a hot summer day, you know, I sat down in the lawn chair, you know, in the front yard, you know, my mom and I were kind of sitting there talking, I was drinking some tea and stuff to cool down. And all of a sudden it's like the conversation we had at that moment clicked. It was like, it like, it it like just fell into place. And I remembered everything fast forward real quick of that moment. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my mom, I'm like, we've had this conversation before. And she was like, when? And I'm like, I don't know. I just remember everything we were talking about. And I remember the pizza. This is where it tripped my mom out. My mom's friend is named Linda, right? She was over visiting. And Linda's sitting there, and she's looking at me, and she's like, whatever. And she's laughing, you know, just thinking I'm just making a joke or whatever. And I'm like, no, really. I said, trust me, the pizza guy is going to be driving a yellow Volkswagen. (laughs) Five minutes later or so, the guy pulls up in a yellow VW Bug gets out carrying the pizza box, right? You know, he reaches in and grabs it. And Linda goes, oh, he just must be a friend of yours or you've seen him before. And I was like, really? He's going to trip with his left foot on the sidewalk. He turned, took about three steps, and there's like an upraised part for the sidewalk, kicked it, and tripped with his left foot. (laughs) She looked at me and her jaw just dropped. And all I said was, told you, and I walked away. (laughs) (laughs) I remembered it vividly. It was like, like you said, like an instantaneous movie replay all of a sudden.
1: Oh,
0: it's the worst, too. I mean, like, when I – and I feel like it happens more when you're younger. Yeah. Like maybe like – I don't know. It happened to me a lot in my like early 20s mm-hmm. that like almost every day there was something deja vu. And oh, yeah. And that's yeah. where I got into the habit of doing the exact
2: opposite no matter what. Like, I was scared of having nightmares back then because <laughs> I was afraid of what this nightmare came true. <laughs> yeah, and trust me. I, I feel you, man. I know. I was the same way. I would try to do the opposite. But those are the two, like, very distinct. And I've had it happen before. I've even had it happen just a few months ago, but it was smaller, you know, not as, not as uh, vivid as, you know, the recall for what happened. But I remember, like, okay, I have definitely had this conversation before and said this, and I was wearing the same thing and blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the thing going out of the psychic realm going into science. One of the theories that they had out there was string theory, of course, about time, you know, for relativity and so on and so forth. Um, The time is basically like a giant string, okay? Now, there is also the theory that like when the Big Bang happened and started expanding outward, creating the universe, creating everything, the stars, us, the whole nine yards, that eventually it finally is like a rubber band. It finally stretches only so far before it starts to come back and collapse in on itself. Now, what happens is all that mass and density and everything else through the entire universe crashes in on itself causes a big bang, and repeats the process all over again. So this is a theory that scientists have had that maybe with that happening with string theory and the snapping back rubber band effect and going back out, that maybe for people who claim to be psychic or anything of that nature, it might be that we might be repeating time, the same thing we're doing right now, over and over and over and over and over again. We may do this for infinity, that... This could be like the millionth time that you and I have sat here behind these mics, having the same conversation. And what happens is, DNA proven does actually retain a hint of memory.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That hence how it creates other humans, so on and so forth. But maybe it might even actually ascertain and hold mental memories. Okay, if that is true, then basically what it is, it, your brain, and this is true, your brain is like a giant. Imagine it being a giant combination padlock to a vault. Mm-hmm. Everything you see, hear, touch, taste around you, smell, the whole nine yards, your brain is continuously calculating all those things. Like when I put my hand down on this table, my brain's telling me that's wood because I'm familiar with it. I've learned that. I know this is wood. Right? You slam at it. But you know what I'm saying? So and so. Your brain is continuously putting everything <laughs> together around you, right? That sometimes <clears throat> maybe that memory clicks and that combination hits just right. It opens that memory and lets it out. And that might be a way that you're able to, in a sense, foresee the future.
0: Now, see, I'm on board with the whole genetic memory thing.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying it's a theory.
0: Well, I mean, it seems legit because, I mean, first of all, this isn't the first time I've heard it. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my favorite books and series of all time, Dune, written by Frank Herbert, part of that is, like, in there, some of the, like, plot of it, Mm -hmm. I guess, is... About genetic memory and how you can awaken memories from, like, well, they were making clones of this one dude over, mm-hmm. and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, like, he literally winds up getting his all his memories back from him and all his clones beforehand. So, like, he's literally, like, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 years old. Mm-hmm. But they keep waking him up again. And his genes, his DNA, you know, boom. There's memory. He has total recall of everything that happened for the last twenty thousand years, Mm -hmm. and I mean, it seems super far fetched until you get into people nowadays who literally like have ancestral memories. Like somebody remembers their great great grandpa and like, or great 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 great, or like past ancestors from like Mesopotamia.
2: Well, think about building this. a
0: daggum fire or something.
2: <laughs> and think about this. People who have like looked back in archives of like family photos and stuff like that from people like the 1800s, you know, that was in family they actually had a photograph of them or, or even a painting from like the 16th century and they look identical to them.
0: See, that's six, that sickens me right there. That That yeah. is so freaking terrifying to me. And I got away from Mike. <laughs> that, that is so terrifying that like I'm not me. You know, because, like, we're all taught when we're growing up, we're all unique individuals, Mm. you know, but what if, like, no, too deep down the rabbit hole, I'm done. I (laughs) I give up. I give up. If we go down the rabbit hole, we're getting off topic anyway. Back to, like, signs and prophecies and stuff like that. What else you got before I start doing crazy, like apocalyptic stuff because well anybody
2: anybody who doubts that theory you know just remember it is just a theory but einstein was the one who created it so <laughs> I mean, take that in consideration this isn't some guy who just on a whim said hey i got an idea no it was a one of the most brilliant brains on the planet ever well so, i mean look go.
0: if if anyone doubts like a lot of theories if there's a lot of facts behind them like electricity electricity is still just a theory oh absolutely it, it's not 100 percent proven
2: yeah. So, I mean, memory, we have no idea how our memory actually works. We know basically where in the brain it's contained because people who have had damages there in that spot of the brain and all of a sudden they don't have memories of anything or any recall. And they're like, okay, well, now we now factored in out of thousands of studies of brain injuries that this spot right here in the cortex is what holds, contains memories. But how does it hold the memory? How can you close your eyes and picture exactly what, I don't know. You look like, or you know yourself. You know you're able to close your eyes and 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 picture vividly what you look like. You know, looking at yourself in a mirror. Close your eyes, and you know exact like you see yourself in your brain's eye, your mind's eye. They don't know how that works. <laughs> they really don't. Well, they need they to have an idea, up. but they don't know how.
0: They need to totally hurry up because I need to upgrade.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely like some help with that recall stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so here are some bone chilling. True stories of people who have received signs from the dead. And uh, these really aren't bone-chilling, actually. Some of them are pretty, uh, like, it, it makes you feel good. It, it's feel-good stories. I would not say it's bone-chilling.
1: Why would you even say
2: that? It's because that's the way it was titled. So, oh. All right. So, always there. On a crisp fall morning, uh, this guy's daughter named Laura had went to post for senior pictures with her brother Josh's bright green snowboard. Josh had died in a motorcycle accident the summer before. Now, these are true stories from people who had written in about this stuff. All right. Um, So, Laura, an avid snowboarder, wanted his board in the shot. The photographer knew the perfect backdrop, a vibrant graffiti wall in town. He peered through the lens, focused, and gasped. When he looked up and read the word spray-painted on the wall above Laura's head, Big Bro is watching. What a beautiful reassurance that she has a guardian angel. That, out of the whole town, the whole city, <clears throat> this one wall in particular he picks they go to, and that's the part that's up above her head.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
2: Um. This one is actually kind of funny. It's a Happy Meal. See, this would be the kind of memory you would get from me if I ever died. Like food would show up at your door and be like, "Oh, there had to be chance." Oh. Yeah. Send me some pizza. There you go. Uh, we recently, uh, well, not we, but this person recently lost their beloved golden retriever Benny to cancer. In the year after his diagnosis, they had spoiled him with attention and food. A favorite treat was two fast food, plain cheeseburgers. The day after Benny was gone, they had went to the chain for lunch, thinking of Benny. Uh, they, you know, chicken nuggets for me, but this time... Hold on one second, sorry. <clears throat> had a message from somebody right in the middle of reading this. <laughs> it's like, really? All right, um... Uh, so, when they got home... Anyways, uh, the chicken nuggets for me, but this time no cheeseburgers because they didn't have Benny, right? So, when they got home, they found in the bag was the nuggets that they ordered and two plain double cheeseburgers. <laughs> um, the the receipt filled only the nuggets. Um, the person was stunned into tears and laughter and then realized that Benny had bought lunch. <laughs> so, I think that's kind of cool.
1: That's yeah. super cool.
2: Yeah, it's a sweet story. Um, I've... I've had my moments like I said, you know, with my father feeling like yeah, he's definitely there watching and it was definitely a sign. Uh have you ever had that moment with anyone who's passed?
0: I have. Um it's I don't know. I can't there's none that stick vividly out because there's been quite a few. Mm-hmm. And it was with So my mother had like multiple marriages. It just she was a unique individual mm-hmm. and she was a very strong woman, so there was a bunch of weak men that came through, and she overpowered them. She was a, she was a train. She'd, if she ran over, ran over you, ran through you, you know, it- Well,
2: it, your mom was a corrections officer too, right? Yeah, she was yeah. a badass. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, like, yeah. if she, she would steamroll you if you let her. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's probably why I have an attraction to strong women. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't beat my butt, then like I'm really not
2: attracted to you, <laughs> you know? like um, so your first date bring brass knuckles. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Basically, right. yeah. yeah. Come get some. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh no, it's uh it it was one of those things and I've seen it happen over and over again and it was just she finally met her match. This mm-hmm. guy kid you not, his name was Eli Whitney. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good dude. He was a Vietnam vet. Mm. Super, super good dude. And he was everybody. He was the village crazy guy. Oh, yeah. But he was not crazy at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He And this is kind of where I got my, like, play dumb yeah. thing from because
2: he played stupid. I would definitely, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: He played stupid. He played crazy. You know, everybody underestimated him, but he was probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. You know, and it was terrifying.
2: <laughs> my dad was one of those guys who was very, very, very quick witted, yeah, and like had that dry humor. Like my dad would say something, walk away. Ten minutes later, and you're like, "You son of a bitch!" You know what I mean? Yeah. like you got well, me, you well, know.
0: And that and that's what it was. I mean, and it's one of those things where he always drove a red Jeep Cherokee. Yep. And it was the, the boxy black style, the boxy style that everybody loves now and yeah, adores. Yeah. But it had the white trim mm-hmm. underneath, like, the fender wells and the bumper and stuff. And every time I see one like that, it's like, <laughs> I love those, you know? <laughs> and, uh I mean, I used to – something weird would happen. Like, I avoided an accident one time, and then, like, this Jeep goes by just like – and I'm like – Thanks, bud, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I and I, for the longest time, I always felt like he was looking out for me, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I mean, I don't know. There comes a period in your life where stuff like that stops happening with like certain individuals. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's a rotational thing. They get tired of messing with you. So they're like, All right, I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah, They're like, <laughs> you know? look, I,
2: I've done enough and you're just a train wreck. I can't fix this. Yeah, Bye. pretty much. Oh, yeah.
0: God, the, the, the whole my guardian angel looks like this right now. Oh, that. dude,
2: my guardian angel <laughs> is such an alcoholic, bro. Dude. Mine is probably on meth by now.
0: Oh, no. Um,
2: I oh. almost forgot the time, too. So it's 633. If you would like to win the free apps for Paratools, here's your sign. Call 941-745-1490. That's 941-745-1490. You have till the end of the show to call, and you can win the five free apps from Paratools for your phone for ghost hunting. Or even if you're not a ghost hunter, you want to do it just for fun. There's some cool stuff on there you can, like, download to your phone and try it around your house and see if you get anything. <laughs>
0: Find out if your house is haunted.
2: There you go. So, yeah, feel free to call 941 745 1490. And, uh, we'll take your call. In the meantime, we're going to continue on. So, I would have to say that the funniest sign that I had ever seen was, well, I don't want to say funny. It was like, uh, not a funny haha, but a funny, like, what the heck. Kind of funny, all right? I literally was getting ready to walk out my front door to, like, go to the car for something. I forgot what it was. This is an old apartment complex I lived in when I was, like, I don't know, probably 19. I get ready to walk over to the car, forgot my keys were sitting on the couch. So I turned around and came right back in the door to walk to the couch to grab my keys to the car to unlock it. And the neighbor up above, who was moving, literally had tripped Stumbled to the rail and dropped a television set, and it landed right where I was standing at. Oof. If I wouldn't have forgot my keys, bashed head. <laughs> Good God! Uh, I'm glad I think, to that, was, I think that was more timing. Honestly, I'm not going to say that it was like paranormal. I think that was more timing. Oh, do we have a caller? Yeah, it looks like it. Possibly. Yeah. Should we bring him on the phone or Who bring this? him on here? Hello. Hey, who's this?
3: This is Seeker.
2: Seeker, what's up?
3: Oh, nothing much, but um I dream of dead people. Really? Yeah.
2: Okay, now when you dream of dead people, do you mean like dead people as in like ghost dead people or no. do you
3: friends, relatives, different things?
2: Really? Okay.
3: Yeah, well... sometimes things happen.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, so you mean you dream of them and it's like they give you a sign of something happening. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay, about two years ago, I had this dream. Um, you know how the southern mansions look with the um, upper deck and the lower deck? Yes. Like the old folks' homes they used to have? Mm-hmm. Well, my mother was sitting in a chair in the front. Um, it, the chair was on the grass. It wasn't on the deck. But, um, and then my sister, my oldest sister, was there talking to her, you know, and, um, you know, I... When I woke up, I said, my sister's going to die, you know. And um, three months later, my sister found out she had cancer. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, I just held it in. I didn't say anything to anybody. And, um, well, she just passed away March ninth, 2021.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry for your loss.
3: That's, that's it. She didn't like
2: me very much. Yeah, you kind of sound like me. I'm I'm like that, too. I'm kind of like, whatever. (laughs) A
0: little NFG there. I like it. Oh, I am so going to remember that. That was hilarious.
3: (laughs) But anyway, you know, things kind of happen. You know, just weird things.
2: So have you had, like, any more premonitions, too, like that, with, like, you know, people have passed on, the like, of something coming?
3: Well, um, my fiancé who died, um, who died the same year that my mother died, 2009. Anyway, um, I was having problems around the house, like seeing um, people walking through my house and, um, you know, different noises and stuff. Um, I saw the same guy walk through my backyard and um, it's just really freaky stuff. And um, I saw what looked to me, you know, I have a religious upbringing, so um, it looked to me like demons were out the window. So I shut the window, turned out the light, and left the room. And then I went back in there the next night thinking, you know, oh, this is no big deal. And it was 12.36 a.m. each time this happened. I saw the demon out the window. I shut the blinds. I left the room, turned out the light, and left. You know, and I rarely ever go into that room. But, um, after my fiance died, I had a dream that, um, he was like in a hospital, mm-hmm. and, um, he was really upset. You know, it's like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. You know, and I kept telling him, you don't have to, you don't have to. But um, he took on the demons and everything, and we were in one of these Viking boats, you know, going up to this pyramid. Well, he gets off the boat at the dock and goes into the pyramid, and he fights whatever. You know, there were flashing lights coming out the door. And um, he didn't come back out, you know, and I was crestfallen. But I have not seen any specters or spooks or anything since. You know, but um, it took a couple years, but I did see him in another dream. So that was kind of interesting. He came back.
2: Wow, that's
0: pretty heavy for real. Yeah, it's super. Wow. All right.
2: (laughs) Well, I tell you what.
3: But I don't want the apps. Okay, save them for somebody else.
2: Oh, okay. If you don't want yeah. them, we can save them. We can we can give them out to yeah. someone else.
3: I have an EMF detector on my um on my phone.
2: Nice. Where are you coming? Uh, where are you calling from? If you don't mind me asking, like what area?
3: North Carolina.
2: Oh wow, North Carolina! Awesome,
3: fantastic.
2: All right, well, thank you so much for uh, calling us and sharing those stories. That was pretty cool. And uh, feel Tell free to Jesse, call back I anytime.
0: Him. Say what?
3: <laughs> Tell Jesse I love him.
0: Love you too.
1: all right take care you too bye bye all right
2: right, so that was definitely uh that was definitely pretty cool that was definitely some pretty cool stories to share um i
0: (laughs) i mean it's super i don't know that that's on a whole nother level i mean when like we were talking about you know our Parents and stuff, like, coming back and, you know, warning us and stuff. I mean, taking on <laughs> yeah freaking ghosts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's trippy.
2: This <clears throat> story that I'm about to share, um, I know I've shared this on air before, but this does pertain to the show we're doing today. And, you know, in case you're a new listener maybe you haven't heard this, um, this was told to me from my family when I was a kid. Okay, so I don't know how much validity is into it, but this is just what I've heard passed on from other people. Um, my grandfather was a bus driver, and he retired. I believe it was Greyhound, you know, I believe. It's always a Greyhound, one or the other. Anyways, but when I was about, I believe, 10, maybe, um, my grandfather had woken up one morning, and my grandmother just told him, she's like, I had this bad dream about your bus. You need to just stay home. You
1: told me about that, yeah. 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 <clears throat>
2: she And she begged him unmercifully. And my grandfather, like... I, I think I got that work ethic from my grandfather. I just I go to work. If yeah. I, even if I'm sick, I go. I mean, you saw me with a broken kneecap going into my job to drive within two weeks of a broken kneecap and surgery. And I was three on days after and, my surgery.
0: Yeah, climbing on roofs and stuff after I pushed you down the stairs.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So yeah, so I just I if I can move, then I'm going to work. But anyways, long story short, he. Uh, He he finally just gave up because she begged him so badly to not go in that day. Mm -hmm. So my grandfather decided to stay home. Well, the guy who filled in for him, you know, they they called in, uh, was driving and was the one that was driving the bus over the skyway when the center span collapsed and it went off the skyway.
0: I still get chills when you tell that story, dude.
2: Yeah. I do not know, honestly, how much of that is true because you know how family stories are, right? You know, oh, man, when that happened, you should, you should have heard it. You know, everybody has warned your grandfather not to go that day. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know. I don't know how much of that is true, to be honest. But that's what I've heard from other people. So to this day, though, when I think about that, if there was validity to that, to that, that's crazy because she was having a dream of the bus just being destroyed. That's, she didn't know how, just being destroyed. Yeah. And he was driving.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's so many stories like that that people have. And not just, like, back in the past, like, Mm -hmm. legitimately now. It's like, hey, you know, don't take this road to work, you know? And then there's a massive train wreck or something, you know? I mean... It It happens
2: every day (coughs) that this happens, where people are warning, forewarning people because of either a gut feeling they have or a nightmare they had or they saw a sign of some sort, you know, that gave them this warning. Mothman Prophecies, prime example. (sighs) How are we getting there? Yeah. You know, we're talking <laughs> about like back in, what, I think, 1966, when people in this town... It started off with four people. It was two couples uh, that were married that saw this large, shadowy creature with red glowing eyes and a wingspan of, like, ten feet wide. And they said that... It was like almost like a haze, but when you looked at it, uh, the best way to describe it is it looked like a moth when it was flying, and that's how it got its name, Mothman. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, they got Mothman because of Batman. The TV series was really big back then, <laughs> and so instead of calling it a moth creature or whatever, they finally just shortened it to Mothman.
0: Mothman. no no Mothman.
1: But, uh,
2: so everybody kept seeing it in this little town for, like, a long time, you know, and but it kept, like, getting more and more active people kept seeing it and it just progressed and then sure enough all of a sudden they finally had the bridge that collapsed and a bunch of people died and but it where it kept appearing at was where that bridge accident happened is where people saw it that same area too was actually a uh disposal site in world war Two for like uh for like military stuff that it was a disposal area and they they wonder like if this has any type of tie-in you know with maybe someone who had died there or whatever and this is what they came back as Uh, nobody knows there are so many different theories and stories behind it but yeah so everybody kept seeing it and it was like an once in a blue moon occasion and then it got more and more prevalent and then finally it turned around that you know people were seeing it like nightly that led right up to the moment when the bridge had boom
0: see that's just crazy i feel like a lot of prophecies are almost self fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, oh, what was it? I had one in my head and I was gone. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, it
2: took a walk. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how my brain goes. Good God. But, like, someone says, oh, like, I don't know, take, like, the end times prophecies and stuff, like, yeah. in Revelation and stuff. I mean, plagues, wars, rumors of wars, yada, yada.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's almost mm-hmm. self fulfilling because. People are like, all right, that's what the end times are going to look like. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're seeing like with the whole um, thing that happened this whole past year with the coronavirus and all that, everybody yeah. was like, oh, yes, you know, this is the end times because plagues, mm-hmm. you know, and then like
2: war people. Fanon.
0: Well, and then people are talking about, like, the vaccination ideas or, like, uh, vaccination IDs and like, different places or, like, the mark of the beast that oh, you yeah. can't buy, sell, or trade without If it. you
2: would looked at the uh, the chip that they're originally looking at putting into people, the number was for it was 666. Oh, well, it was wow. coded, yeah. And not exactly, but it was, like, 6-066 or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, people were equating it to the mark of the beast or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's... it's it like, could be. Who knows? But I doubt it.
0: But it's almost self-fulfilling because, like you're thinking about it and we were talking about like thinking up when we were at um Kentucky.
2: When we had Kentucky?
0: Uh Ken. Ken Boggle. Oh yeah yeah. Kentucky Ken. That's what I'm gonna call you from now yep, on. Ken. Kentucky Ken. Kentucky Ken. Yeah. Ken. yippee Kaye. <laughs> 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 but I mean like it's almost self fulfilling. It's almost like you see the prophecy happening no matter what. Because people have been saying this end, end of times for what decades? Centuries? Dude, for actually
2: for a hundred years or yeah. so. Yeah, I mean it's been going on for hundreds I mean, of years. Actually, there, there's always a time where people go, "You know why this is happening, sir? It's because the end of times is coming." Uh, but <laughs> the yeah, end they were saying that. Yeah, <laughs> the end is nigh. They were saying that in the 16th century and are saying it now. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it it's still here. It hasn't gone away.
0: I feel like that's but, what a lot of them are.
2: But I do believe I think that if there is an end time, it, let's just for a moment let's just say that religion is correct. And there is an end time, you know, But Yeah, I think we're pretty much right around the corner from it, to be honest. I mean... (laughs) I mean, if you look at some of the signs, it does fall in. But see, but once again, a lot of the signs they give is left up to interpretation. Mm -hmm. And that Nostradamus, prime example.
1: Oh, my God. There's a lot
2: of things that you could read from Nostradamus that you could equate to today's times of stuff that he's predicted. But the way he words it, you could equate it to a million different things, except for one in particular where he said that later in life, that we would not have these, you know, uh, horses and carriages. That we would ride around in shiny metal boxes. That were horseless drawn carriages. I mean, he predicted fair. cars. Fair. And and the funny part about this is this is way back before cars ever would have even been a thought. Yeah. So
0: see that that's where like not and no offense to anybody anywhere about this, mm-hmm. but I almost equate Nostradamus. To, like, the hack tarot readers that we were talking about, like, the ones who are super fake, but, like, I see a dead relative in your past. Oh, my God, that's Aunt Dorothy. Well, Aunt Dorothy is telling you that the love in your life that you will see soon is the one. You know, and that can mean
2: as completely vague. And then later that night, you're like, "The pizza came that I wanted. I love this pizza." Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. It can mean yeah. whatever. It's up to it you exactly. You yeah. make the meaning out of it. Uh, like prime example, there, there was a big thing about where if you read the way Nostradamus wrote it, you could equate it to the 9/11 terrorist attacks. Yep, that basically the way it was described. But it once again it's all metaphorical. As a matter of fact the Bible for itself is pretty much for the most part I know there's gonna be a lot of scholars who are gonna be pissed at me for saying this, but I don't care. That's the word of God It's written exact. No, it's metaphorical. It was written by man, and and man was perceiving it as he saw it back then. Yeah. Not during this our time is now. Two
0: thousand years
2: ago. Exactly. Around about. So give or to take. us, it's metaphorical the way it was written. At least to me, it was metaphorical.
0: Yeah, it's you it's know? the best way he can describe it, like a dragon in the sky or whatever. I mean, that could be what space shuttle or something. Uh, you there know, you go. Breathing yeah. When fire.
2: when you look at how they describe angels, it sounds just like a UFO now. You know. Oof. If you turn around and you look back in, in the Bible when they talk about like. You know well, the Bible can't be true because uh, there's no way in, in hell the Earth was created in seven days because we know for a fact it's you know billions of years old, like three four billion years old. Okay, if you're the Alpha and the Omega, the end and beginning of all, infinite, what is one day to you?
0: It literally, there's literally a passage in there. I remember this. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years of man, you know? I mean, it could be. Yeah, so you know? <laughs> exactly. So it's
2: like, well, that seven days could have been seven billion years or whatever. Yeah, yeah You know what I mean? mean so once again, it, if you take it verbatim, yes, it's completely wrong. But if you look at it from metaphorically and think about how they perceive things back then, sometimes you might try to go, damn. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: It's kind of spot on. I mean, they describe zombies in the Bible. So there you go. Fair. Yeah. You know. So
0: how how this whole subject came about with us, we were talking on the phone, talking junk. Um, Chance and his lovely wife went to um, Universal Studios, and they're walking by. What was that?
2: Oh, it was uh, over in uh, City Walk, and there was like this big bar there, like a you know, like I know I mean like a like a bar. I mean like. Club, I mean, it was huge. Huge, you know, like yeah, like two, three stories tall or whatever, you know. And it's a place where like there's, I guess, some radio people that do a gig there or whatever. And I jokingly had made a comment. I said, you know what? One day, we're gonna turn around and look up there, and we're gonna see our faces up there on some big club here on City Walk, doing our show. And literally thirty seconds later, Stephanie looks at me and goes, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What?" And she's pointing. And I turn and I look. Blue, you're going to trip because we'll show you the picture. We turn, and we're going to post this definitely on social media. We turn and we look, and there's three stained glass windows. All three look like me, you, and Jesse.
0: Because you had the cap on last time. Remember the little skull
2: cap? Look at that photograph. If you look at pictures of Jesse with a beard, it's identical. (laughs) If you look at pictures of me when I have a goatee, identical.
0: Minus the dreadlocks. Yes. <laughs> but it was like, that's a sign. It's a sign that we're going to be big in radio. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to do this, that, and the other. We're going to do gr- big things. It, <laughs> it was one of those moments
2: where in my life, because I'm not going to lie. I've never really been big up on signs and all that, to be honest. I'm just not that guy. Yeah. But that was definitely a moment where I was just like, because it looked too much like the three of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a vague resemblance. I mean – if anybody who looks through my pictures on Facebook, Instagram, all that, and sees me, like, with a goatee and sunglasses, and then looks at that photograph, then look at pictures of Jesse on his social media when he has his beard. And it even has glasses, too, just like him. And then look at the picture. Well, I don't know if you have a picture of you wearing a ball cap blue. But anyways, take our word for it. The last one looks just like blue from last week when blue was wearing the ball cap. Uh, uh, and that's the same weekend that we went there to Universal and saw that.
0: Yep. Here. I'm, I'm going to try to find a picture real quick because we don't have much time left of me with, like... My big old bushy beard. Yeah, throw that out there. And, whoa, that was, like, right before... I am found pictures right before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I look good. <laughs> <laughs> I gained weight over the pandemic, I'm not going to lie. Like, I lost... it. you th-
2: have gotten trim, bud. You what? look like you've definitely been working out. You yeah. You've gotten really, really flat stomach, real trim. I, I have been I somewhat, you. but, like, I just... <laughs> I've been
0: trying to, like... Drop a lot of the weight that I gained because I lost a ton of weight at the beginning of the pandemic because I was home and like we were building stuff we I laid a thousand pounds of concrete um we <laughs> we redid the kitchen counters we did all kinds of stuff we were I was getting my butt dude,
2: I have not seen your house like. Since before the pandemic.
0: Well, right now it's a wreck because I have a three-year-old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and people have to understand that, like Jesse and I, we don't just do the show together. I mean, he is my my little brother. Like we hang out like all the, all the time. We yeah. talk all the time.
1: We
0: we're a legit family because yeah, yeah. I mean we just we don't stay away from each other. Even even during everything that was going on, we were around each other so much it didn't freaking matter because we're just
2: we're just kind of like, eh, get COVID, whatever. I'll get it too. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: <laughs> we right before all this stuff like happened. We we got really sick, both of us. Like we, I missed work for the first time in I don't know decade.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: because I was down for the count. I was yeah, knocked down for like two weeks, and then like shortly thereafter, a chance, of course. Yep. sick as a dog hit and me like... for
2: about you know a week or two, and then I came out of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we probably already had had it or whatever. I really do. There you go, blue. So, anyways, so there. we're getting ready to close the show out here in a few more minutes. We'll get back to, to signs Pretty here.
0: daggone similar.
2: Um, what we will be doing <laughs> is we will hold the contest again next weekend because um, our listener who had called in from North Carolina uh, decided they didn't want to take the apps. So we will definitely make sure that we leave that open for next weekend. So whoever wants to you know, call in next weekend.
0: Yeah, that, that was kind of like my only ish with – the whole like giveaway thing because it's for the Google Play Store. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, iPhone, iPhone. What kind of phone you got, Blue? Android. Okay. Well, okay. See? One two out of two out of three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not everybody's going to be able to download it. So, like, hey, Ed, get on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll make sure we put that out during the week and everything, too, uh, to remind people. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I dropped the ball. Chance well, called
0: me like three hours ago and was like,
2: bruh. <laughs> yeah, but we do have some other stuff that's coming up in the near future. We will be doing uh we got some events that are getting set up and lined up um which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh we're having a a team meeting on Monday with our our agent to discuss about the uh uh possible events coming up in the very near future and definitely toward the end of the year. Is that what we're calling our agent? Uh not really our agent, but our our booking agent for events, yes. Okay. I, yeah, our events I, coordinator.
0: I I never know what to call her. It's like it's camp. Yeah, it's the events coordinator. Um,
2: So anyways, uh, we will be doing uh, some actual, some, you know, paracons and such and some other things we're working on. So anyways, you guys will definitely be seeing all that when that stuff goes out because not only will you see it on social media, but if you live around Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa Bay area, all that, I'm sure you'll see signs everywhere and stuff like that. Signs. (laughs) (laughs) Signs of things to come. Uh Um, Also, too, we are going to possibly be doing a television show? Jesse and I. Um, Yeah. Who does? Basically, long story short, is that a actually a friend of ours has a TV show and we're going to root him on its head. (laughs) It's not me and Jesse. Uh, They got a show coming up uh, that they're going to be shooting. Well, I don't know if I could give away really too much information on it, but they're working on a television show. We'll leave it at that. That's coming up in the very near future.
0: I was about to say, Ed's going to kick your butt. Yeah, I don't want to like, give away too much information. He said, I'm not giving away any information last show, and you and your no, memory. Well, he did, your memory
2: sucks. No, he <laughs> brought it up about the television Well, yeah,
0: show. no, but yeah. he said – So they I, knew about that. He
2: said, I can't give away any details. I didn't give any details <clears throat> about it. Anyways. <laughs> you were about to. Hi. Hi. What Our, you doing? The boss is here. The the boss is here.
0: The owner of the station just kind of walked in on us. We're like, oh, we're fired.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was kind of looking at my watch like, man, it took that long? (laughs) Get out! (laughs) I thought we'd be gone way before this. (laughs) So, uh, oh, however... Um, There is actually a couple of contests coming up in the well, I don't want to say near future, but the uh, the best debate competition. Not too many more months away. Oh yeah, look at that! Yeah. I thought you
0: were trying to prophesy. Or no, something. no,
2: no! I prophesize we are going to get mentioned and we are going to make it into uh, Creative Loafing's best debate competition. I believe it. With X Radio, it. we did it all three years in a row. I got nominated for best radio personality all three years in a row. No, me and still, Jeff. You're, you're dude, I'm telling there. you, we're going to get nominated. I guarantee it.
0: You're going to get nominated,
2: dude. The party and the festivities is fun. You got to oh, go. God. Am I, going to,
0: to, am I gonna get arrested?
2: I hope not. <laughs> I hope not too. <laughs> uh, I mean I can't guarantee, I don't prophesize and can't see signs, so <laughs> Yeah. Well, this
0: is why I'm not allowed to go to Miami.
2: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you banned from Miami? <laughs> Potentially. I'm banned from Mexico, so I guess it's yeah. all fair. <laughs> uh, see, there was that one time. Yeah, the Cuisinart <laughs> incident. Uh, yeah. Uh, the stripper pole and the thirty weight motor oil.
0: Hey hey hey! Me and stripper poles have a good relationship.
2: <laughs> yeah, do you hit the ground? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I hope have, gravity works. There, there used to be videos.
2: <laughs> really? They're
0: they're very low quality because that's when cell phones strip first could do oh, video. Oh, you yeah. better
2: hope and pray to God that I never <laughs> find them.
0: Oh, it's so grainy. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. We we me okay. Jesse and I we are a team, but we have no problem throwing our public life out there if we know it's going to entertain people and we don't care how bad it is and <laughs> we we're don't. so
0: messed up we're super entertaining we gotta go
2: okay I all right guys we're <laughs> out of here we will see you next weekend on paraprobe make sure you tune in again next week 6 7 p.m eastern standard time check us out on all social media it's just fine paraprobe you'll find us and look for us on all formats for your podcast at paraprobe bye